And welcome back to another episode of Mommy, Where Is My Shoe? I am Pia, a semi-employed, full-time graduate student mom with two boys, Andrew 12 and Emmanuel 3, and a husband. I'm Brianne, a stay-at-home mom from New York City that currently lives here in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young children. They're six and under. Six and under. You have all the, you're having all the fun at your house, aren't you, Brianne? Yes. Fun, 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 fun. I bet you are. So what are we talking about today? Oh, our goals. We were supposed to, did you accomplish your goal? Yes. Some of it. Um, <laughs> I wanted to work on Girl Scout cookies that time of year again. And this year, uh, our oldest, she's six, and she's a part of Girl Scouts, and she loves to sell cookies. And so she sold 72 boxes Ooh. on her own. <laughs> Very proud That's of her. That's impressive. But I have no idea how I'm going to now give these people in the neighborhood who I don't really know all their cookies and um, get the money back from them. So that's a challenge in itself. But I wanted to start working on organizing how I'm going to give back, I, well, disperse the cookies, I guess. Okay. Um, also, my husband sold cookies at his job. And so I have to organize those cookies as well. You should have made him do it. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. This morning he asked me, he goes, um, you know, Brian, do you have the cookies ready? And I was panicking, trying to get Valentine's ready, <laughs> Valentine cards ready for the kids. And I was like, no, I, I don't have these cookies ready. And he just started to do it. And it, it dawned on me, why didn't I ask? Why, why didn't I ask him for help? Exactly. He's the one that sold them. Right. But... So many times we're just all stressed out about all that we have to do and you just ask. Right. And especially when it comes to your husband's, it, it shouldn't be an issue. Sometimes we're our greatest enemy. So did you, so you accomplished your goal? Yeah, because he did. <laughs> I think I pretty much accomplished my goal somewhat. I know what type of birthday cake I need to order. And since it has to be a kosher cake, my options for ordering are limited, so I'm going to order it today. Mm -hmm. And since I cheaped out on child number two and he's having it at daycare, even though I technically don't need to send an invitation, I'm going to send the invitation. They are set to go out today so that parents who pick up immediately after nap will know that they, um, if they would like to remain or okay, come okay. 30 minutes later that their children can participate because I've arranged to have a fire truck come for oh, the children to do the fire truck tour. Nice. Yeah, cool about that. that's cool. So, and, mm -hmm. Do you want to explain to our listeners why it has to be kosher? Um, my son attends a Jewish daycare, and some of the students at the daycare are kosher. Well, they keep kosher. So to ensure that all of the children can have cake, I have to make sure that it is dietary acceptable hmm. all right that's cute that you're to send out the invitations and doing the truck i don't even but that at first when you're like oh you know i'm cheap now it's at school i was like mm, i don't think that <laughs> even counts as a party but now that you've added the whole train thing you've taken it to a new level and yeah, they're gonna have a fire truck and i'm just we're going to have all of the children who were two at the beginning of the year, some are older two, now some are three, 
Uh, some are young three, so it's four four classes of children. They're all going to get to participate. So schools is a great activity. And the schools okay with that? Did they have to send permission slips out to parents? No, because it's just going to happen in the parking lot. Okay. So even if it's if they have the fire truck, it's just part of the normal day because the fire truck is just going to come on campus. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, some parents are going to really. Not be happy because you have just risen the bar. <laughs> risen the bar just a little bit more. No, I, I've been raising the bar since 2006. So. <laughs> now I get to do it with a whole new set of parents since my children are, what, 10 years apart? And I love having parties. I love parties. Parties are my thing. Sometimes I'll just decide to have a party and throw one together at the last minute, even though I try not to do that often, but I will just throw together a party do you have some rules for your parties like one of my th i love parties mm -hmm. but one of my i feel really huge extravagant pinterest type party for kennedy's first birthday mm -hmm. and it took a lot out of me and so after that party i decided one of my goals was always to make the party just as fun to spend a little less money and um, to take down a, a notch, a notch. So it could be just easier for me to handle. And so I can enjoy the party, but um, it's just as much fun. I don't know if I have any rules per se when it comes to parties. I typically, for birthday parties, I like to plan ahead, but I can't say that I have any hard and fast rules. No, I don't have any. If I'm going to do it, I'm just going to do it. And sometimes I plan and I just go with the flow with whatever I want to do. What are some themes that you've had for parties? This What's first, your favorite theme? You know what? My favorite theme didn't even materialize. <laughs> it was my son's second birthday. And son. the oldest, Andrew. And he was going, and this was the first time we were, we had been in Houston a few years, and I found out that you could go and tour the fire station for free for parties. Like, right. perfect. And I made invitations. So I was going to do Dalmatian themed invitations. Well, I did Dalmatian themed invitations. They were uh, maybe six by eight. The front, and I designed them myself, the front had Dalmatian spots on them, and the back, I glued a like a fuzzy fabric so it was like the dog fur and every child would have received their goodie bag they would have had a well, they weren't gonna get a goodie bag they're gonna get a Dalmatian and I was gonna do a cape with spots have a cape with spots made and we're gonna go to the park I was so excited about that because everything was just so well coordinated okay but there was a death in the family and I had oh. to cancel so we didn't get to do it but I done loose themes since we had a pirate party at Noah's Ark. Which is, that, is that the water? Yes, that's the kids splash park. You need to have Cole's party there. It is ideal. It's the best place. You can have a large group of people and because of how it's situated, and I'm going to guess it's still situated the same, a parent can sit in a chair and watch their child. So you're not constantly chasing after your children, especially mm. once they're three, the water comes up to maybe like their knee. But if you sit, you can see 
everything that's going on. That's awesome. I, it is. I had the opposite um, story told about that part to me, about how some child almost drowned. Really? So it always turned me off. And because my kids are so close in age, they're all going in opposite directions and they need me to watch them. Um, I've never been attracted to to know with art. I don't know. I, maybe it worked because there were there were so many parents there and maybe it was that whole community idea that people are watching their children and other children and we had extra lifeguards that we didn't have any issues. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe it was just one so maybe but you're by yourself with three children. I have one child to watch. So it's a completely different experience. Right, right. So maybe you just need to have your husband and pay someone to watch the other job. <laughs> grandma has the grandma before. Exactly. So I don't know. What has been your most memorable birthday party that you've thrown? Um, I think one that was really fun. Uh, it's when we first moved into this house and we didn't have the pool in the backyard. So we just had a really big backyard. We had a water slide. Oh, no, that sounds like fun. And that, I mean, it's so much fun. And when the kids are gone, the uh, parents still went down the water slide. It got muddy, but it was fun. Was there any alcohol involved? Yes. Anytime I have a party at home, <laughs> there is always alcohol involved. That's one of the drawbacks of having a party at a, a party place, mm -hmm. but there's no cleanup at the party place. So mm -hmm. I'm all for that. Um, I have to start planning. A, Kennedy's party soon too, and she's a May birthday. However, there's another little girl in class with her, and they shared a party last year. So, and the mom is one of those moms who really well planned and really well organized. So she's starting the planning process now. And so this way we don't um, have the party on the same day because we're trying to be considerate of the other yeah. parents in the class, uh, having to bring their kids to, to two different parties or whatever. Um, we, we're trying to schedule the parties right now. And she started to schedule her child's parties. That means that made me have to start scheduling Kennedy's party. And um, So what kind of party does Kennedy want? So Kennedy wants a, um, a makeover party. <gasps> And she's had one before where everyone, when she turned five, and it was at this amazing place where the only thing, only thing I had to bring was cupcakes, and it's like a tea party, and they turned everyone into a little princess, mm -hmm. and it was so cute, but that place has since closed down. So I think I'm going to look into the, um, there's a bus, like a, a spa oh bus party. But here's my issue. Since your child is a little bit older, your children, well, your, one of your children is older. is older than my kids and you clearly have a lot of party experience. Um, how does the invite thing work? Because when I looked at the party bus, they said 10, like, it seems like all the parties are designed for 10 kids and you can pay extra for a few extra children. Okay. And, um, but in Kennedy's class alone, there's like I'd say 13 30. girls yeah and we want to invite every single girl in that class but I'm not that close with all the parents I don't know who's really going to show up so do I invite extra friends and then everyone shows up and I have too many kids at my party like what do you suggest well 
I've never had an experience where more than, or fewer than 90, I would say 95% of invited guests have not shown up. And wow. for that reason, I have not, I've, when my son, the oldest child was younger, I never chose venues with limits right. because Kennedy's five, correct? She's going to be seven. She's, she's, well, she's seven. But because my son has always attended schools in which it's been a close community, I didn't want a child to feel left out. So I've always invited everyone in the grade. So therefore... In the grade? In the grade. Oh, uh, how small are these schools? In the grade. <laughs> uh, I've had parties with parents and children. We've had, I don't know, 100, 120 people show up. Oh my goodness, that's a wedding. And I did not... So maybe I'm asking the wrong person. So the first <laughs> year that I did that, I want to say he maybe turned eight. And she's getting to the age, and we had a hotel party. But he was at a different school, and we didn't have that sense of community where we had at the other school, and then the school we went to after that. So it was easier in that instance, because he just had a few friends that he liked. But all of the schools, and I know your daughter's in a school where her class size is fairly decent. I think it's wrong at that age to not invite everyone. I'm saying it's an all-girls party. I am going to invite all the girls. I'm not going to invite the boys. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah, going to invite the boys. Yeah, well, it's a makeover party. Some, some moms don't want their moms to be made over. You can always do an A-list and a B-list. There's nothing wrong with an A-list and a well, B-list. Well, how, how do the people on, like, okay, you send out the A-list first. Yes, and I would, send, I would send out the invitations a month in advance. So okay. that way you know... So some people now, people now are sending out invitations a week before, which I think is crazy. So if you're listening and you're one of those people who sends out invitations a week before, stop it. Because us people who plan, we cannot function with your last minute invitations. But anyway, um, send out an A-list to people that you really want to be there a month in advance. And that would be her classmate. Exactly. And so as people are as declined, you invite someone else on that list. But some people do not even they open the email i've seen it they open the email and do not respond and that's when you send them a personal email or you call and you say you know what the company needs a a head count now or i need a head count because for xyz and i need to know if you're coming and if you're talking to them you can put pressure on them i typically when would i make this phone call i would do the phone call about two weeks out because two weeks is still enough time to invite, for you to invite that next week. Definitely not three weeks out, but two weeks out is good. Okay. And that way you can say, well. Okay, so A-list. And you might even have a C-list. <laughs> the C-list people are going to be close friends that know they are a C. <laughs> okay, A-list and B-list. Okay, and Ryan is down. Okay. Um, now... As far as uh, when people like when people aren't invited to parties, I mean that hasn't happened to us yet. But like, has that happened to Andrew where he's not invited to a party? Not to my knowledge, because any school party that he any school that he's attended. You know, maybe I think around fifth or sixth grade it happened. But by then, 
he had also been invited to parties that other children had not been invited to. Okay, so, so he saw it happen to someone else. Exactly, and it wasn't more, and it wasn't an issue. It was more people who had small parties. Okay. It's never been an issue where there's been an entire class and he, and okay. he has not been invited. It's only been issues. And, and I'm not saying it's been an issue. It's only occurred where people are going to a venue and right. they just pick one or two people. So no, but. And he was able to accept that. Yeah, he was able to That's accept awesome. it because by then children know who they spend time with. Right. Now, if it was that person that he saw every day and they sat together and they played together and he thought was his close best friend, we would have had issues. But if by that time, if it was just someone in the class with whom he wasn't necessarily close, like, oh, they had a party. It wasn't a big deal. Right. That, that brings me um, to the thought about friendship and age development, because right now I'm always so cautious of Kennedy and friends because she's everyone you know like so-and-so is her best friend and that person may not treat her that well it, it breaks my heart and i know that i have to hear about how she's treated well i think i i'm supposed to hear about how she's treated and not give too much advice because she she can sense if i'm judging and she'll shut down and not tell me things and then later on in life, this is what the advice that I've been given. She may not be so open to me. And also, I realize that sometimes I put my adult um, experiences. experiences on it. And it's not that deep. For example, um, she was doing Valentine's Day cards. Am I saying Valentine's Day? Because I know. I think you're putting an M in it. Oh, Valentine's Day. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to. Pretend that's an accent. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, she's making these cards, and I look at one card, and it says, "You're my best friend," and it's to a girl who I know is not very kind to her, mm -hmm. and that broke my heart. And I and I had to had had to say to her, well, "What's a best friend?" And she was like, "Oh, she's nice to me sometimes." And I was like, "Does that make her your best friend?" And and she was like, "Yes." And I wanted to be like, "No, she's not your best friend," <laughs> you know. But I I thought to myself, "Well, you know, let let me give her space." Mm -hmm. And then I opened the other cards, Pia. You know, she wrote, "You're my best friend to every single girl." <laughs> so, you're putting too much. So I was totally putting too much yes. into it. So, um, so yeah, I thought that's interesting. And for the boys, she wrote, "You have good hair." <laughs> <laughs> so that was a lesson for me in parenting. Step away. Exactly. Step back. Stop putting everything. Into Stop looking it. at it through an adult lens. Right. Let it. Let it go. I would agree. I would definitely agree with that so birthdays birthday parties what did you do for um what did, i've heard no i'm sorry i lost my train of thought i've heard recently heard people say that they are not going to celebrate any more parties they're only going to celebrate milestone parties and so for me i do a party every year so what are you are you a milestone year person or are you a we're going to celebrate every year if we can type person um at this point i wish we could be a milestone person, I mean, a milestone family, but it's too late. It's, 
it's too late. Like the kids are expecting a party. So I'm going to have to wait till <laughs> we have outgrown the party stage. Had I started off like that, like first birthday and then the second birthday came around and I didn't do it. And the third, and then that I think they would be used to. And then the fifth birthday came up and it's, ta-da, here's a birthday, but I never stopped. So I've opened that can of worms and I think I have to continue with that. I, I would agree. And unless your children say, no, I don't want. I'm right. Until they, until they say that they don't. And I'm trying to convince them that a trip will be better. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. I love the aspect of party planning, but I do feel as if I, um, it's not shortchanged the youngest because I feel as if I've done so much more and Andrew's parties were over the top and Emmanuel just has a party. So I don't know, but maybe it's because I'm older. I don't, I don't, I don't look at it like I sort of changed my kids because they have different types of parties or different size parties. Cause yeah, we, maybe it's cause you're older and different stage, but is Emmanuel still having a good time at his parties? I think he, well, Andrew didn't have a second birthday, so I couldn't compare. So number three will be the comparison. This party, I'll be able to compare because Andrew had a third birthday party and Emmanuel. So I'll be able to decide, be able to judge at this year, did he have as much fun? And I think he will. And sometimes I feel as if I maybe did too much. And even if I did a little, he still would have had fun because I think back to his sixth birthday party. That's a party that we, um, we had just moved and I wanted to have it at home. And I don't know why I didn't do a large party, but we just did a smaller party that year. And I want to say that he had just as much fun. Yeah, of course. They were running around acting crazy. And I think a hundred people, it may be overwhelming sometimes, just not for you, but for him. Well, Andrew's very, is easygoing. Yeah. So for him, I don't think it was overwhelming because to be honest, that many people at a party, it was just like a regular day at Noah's Ark. It was, because if you're there, you're going to have that many people. I think if we had that many people in our house, right, right. it would have been overwhelming. overwhelming. But the fact that it's, it's those same 45 children that he sees on the playground every day, they're always on the playground outside, plus a few more people. It was like, oh, it's just another day at school. So it was okay. I have to see how... Emmanuel is, but speaking of overwhelmed, I have to share this story because we went to a birthday party. This was, I guess, 10 years ago. A little girl in his class, you talk about being overwhelmed. She um, was upset because all the attention wasn't on her, so she turned out the lights at the party. <laughs> and she threw a tantrum <laughs> and cute. would not allow her mother to turn the lights back on. Oh my goodness. And that it was her party? It was her birthday party. And it was a fun birthday party. And but she wanted all the attention on her. So hopefully my children don't ever have that overwhelming experience. Like, eh, it's all about me. But I don't know. I just had to share that funny story. <laughs> no, I've heard a parent at a party say, I don't celebrate. I don't throw um, parties for my daughter because I don't want her to feel entitled. What? And we, we were at a party. <laughs> we were at a birthday party. And you know, but the thing is, I... Throw random parties because you came to my son's New right. Year's Eve party. My for the three year old, we did a New Year's Eve noon countdown. My oldest son, we had a not Valentine's party recently and they decorated cakes. And I know I'm going to probably do some, do at least two or three more parties as an adult. 
we have random dinner parties. Right. So right. why can't children have random? Why does it create a sense of entitlement for children to get together with their friends and have fun? And just because you have a party doesn't mean they have to have gifts because you can do gift-less parties. That's a, uh, my next question, too. Well, my whole thing was, um, I don't even, I have to think about if, if it builds or causes entitlement. I think a lot of other things cause entitlement. I do, too. Regardless birthday parties um but why say that as someone else's birthday party (laughs) so you're basically saying that this person's child is entitled and if you felt that way why are you there why are you there and why are you bringing your child to other people's parties exactly and let them see this and i don't know but anyway that's not that's not the um the point (laughs) we're talking about the next thing you were going to say was um because i do like this mom i just thought that was interesting but another thing you were talking about were gifts um I've always had giftless parties, and I love them because uh, I, I don't want my kids to have a whole bunch of gifts, and then <laughs> um, I have to organize said toys and whatever. I think my kids have enough toys, but um, the toys that are still bought to those parties, because some people will still give gifts, are That's me, are thought out toys. So I appreciate that versus a five dollar toy. Okay. Um, Not five dollars, a dollar store toy. Well, for me, I would say that I'm cheap and I don't buy toys. I'm not one of those parents that buys toys throughout the year. My children get toys at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And honestly, a lot of times I don't buy birthday presents because they receive so many gifts. So I have not done a giftless party because my children don't get a lot of toys throughout the year. And they've accumulated a lot, sadly, from birthday parties. So no. I, I don't have a problem with it, even though now that with Emmanuel, since he has so many of Andrew's hand-me-downs, right. I probably will do um, those um, those types of parties, or even say do a book party, or I don't know, something, well, I can't do diaper parties at this All point, right. <laughs> if it was something themed, I don't know, but I think we're probably at the point now where he's okay. Without Emmanuel is okay without receiving toys right. for his birthday. Well, all I know is that if you have a party and you do not ask and for people not to bring gifts, do not post on Facebook how you have your kids are overwhelmed with toys and you have to give toys away. Like, don't do that. No, don't <laughs> I don't do have it. time or the money or the energy to go out and buy toys for your kids that have tons of toys. No. And most of my friends' children have lots of toys. We actually have a friend whose son has a organization that he, when they go to volunteer, I think with Kids Mills, they take books that they ask people to donate at his birthday party. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and I got to put a shameless plug in here. My son is starting a nonprofit, a birthday party nonprofit, which hopefully we will get off the ground in the next few weeks, but it's called Andrew's Birthday Box. I shouldn't have said that because I need to buy the domain, so I probably should do that today. But um, he wants to give a box with a cake, maybe some games, plates, whatever, napkins, but a box. So a child who normally wouldn't have a birthday party could have a birthday party. I have to add to that. I thought of something like that, too. When I was at my, um, my kid's last party, and we were taking down the decorations and I was throwing them away. And I thought to myself, how many kids do not have decorations? Like, uh, you know what? 
in this place, in this place right now that we're having this party, how many people are just trashing these perfectly good decorations? Thank you for the idea. I'm going to put and a message on Facebook just asking like, people to save me their party decorations. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Rent a homeless shelter or someplace or to a, a school where the kids are yeah. in need and the classroom. I'm going to ask my teacher friends to identify people to, I'm going to give them a form so they can give to parents. And if, so we're going to try to do one a month. I'm going to fund these until we can start some fundraising and this can be a self-supporting organization because I've told my son that he has to do something tangible. I told him initially that he had to create something, but I'm fine with, with an act of philanthropy. So he has to do a tangible act. And so this is what he's decided to do. Awesome. All right. He's not entitled. No, <laughs> we, there are no entitled people in my house. I mean, people with high standards, but we don't have any entitled people. Any? So what are your goals for next week? My goal for next week You know what? I, I I need to organize my clothing. I have too much. I have I'm a I'm not gonna say I'm a hoarder because I'm not a hoarder, but there's this thrift store that I go to where I can get things for a quarter on Wednesday. So between there and then I have a serious uh, sickness at Ann Taylor, J. Crew, <laughs> and Brooks Brothers. So between the thrift store. And those stores, my closet is out of control. So I need to get rid of some things. I'm going to stop wearing, like, I'm getting rid of all my leggings and T-shirts and stuff like that because it's, it's just not me. Right. So I'm going to just have a bunch of dresses and blouses and and cute clothing. because I'm, that spark joy. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> that is a goal. I would say this is a long-range goal. If I leave out of the house, I have to be cute. I have to be fabulous. Okay. fabulous. So let's do long range goals. Not yes. something that we're gonna do next week, but something that we definitely want to tackle. Yes. Um I need to start um printing pictures or making albums. Something yes. something along that line. Oh, and just to let you know, maybe you can find this guy at the Sam's on um South Rice, he told me that if I printed everything in my iPhone, he would give me 30% off of this like $8 set price. So it was this, this heavy set African-American guy, so maybe you can go find him. Hmm. Okay. Because it was a good price. So that's a good long range goal, printing your pictures. And my long range goal is making sure whenever I leave the house, it's no, there are no sweatshirts or anything like that. So, all right. All right. So I've enjoyed talking to you again today, Brianne. And I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but it's definitely going to be something that has to do with being a mom. And guess what my husband asked me this morning before he left out of the house? What? He asked me, where's Emmanuel Shoe? <laughs> oh my goodness. And I was like, they're in the car. But anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Mommy, Where's My Shoe? Goodbye. Bye.